episode 10 of the Work in Progress series. Um, Rafael Pintor is the co-founder and president of Atsa Foods, a Cal Poly startup that is already working towards social entrepreneurship. So let's dive right into it. Hi, Rafael. How are you? Good. Good afternoon. Awesome. It's great to be here. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, so can you tell the audience a little bit more about Atsa Foods? Yeah. So at Atsa Foods, what we do is we integrate Native American superfoods into everyday snacks. And we do it in a way that creates economic opportunity on the reservation and rural communities where we source our key ingredients. So really excited and just launched two weeks ago, so we're in full production right now. That's exciting. So what was the inspiration behind creating your own company? Yeah, so it really didn't start as, oh, I want to create a company. It really started mm -hmm. after a, really a trip I took. So rewind a little bit. My grandfather's Parepecha, which is a native group of people in southern Mexico. So that's kind of what started this inspiration for uh, or this fascination for native foods and cultures mm -hmm. and so my dad being that in Mexico they don't have reservation communities um, he wanted me to still be a part and still understand that part of my history the other part of my history is Spanish so um, he wanted me to understand this you know Mesoamerican culture yeah and so growing up he'd take us all across the American Southwest and we'd visit reservation communities and um, national parks and things like that so on one trip in particular we took to Arizona and on that trip, we visited the southern rim of the Grand Canyon, and uh, we were with a guide, and I asked the guide, like, I love agriculture, my family's from an agricultural background. So I asked him, like, how'd you guys survive out here? There's literally nothing. It's just desert, there's a few pine trees. If you've ever been to the Grand Canyon, there's Yeah, nothing. there's nothing. I just went there, actually. Yeah. Exactly. It's, like, it's a big hole. Such an amazing, like, in the Navajo, the Apache, you know, the Havasupai, the very proud people live there. And like, how'd you survive there? Yeah. And I asked my guide that, and he's like, well, let me tell you a little secret. Like, look at that tree over there. On that tree, there's this cone. In that cone, there's a seed. And he described to me the story of the pinyon nut. And the pinyon nut is one of those first superfoods that we're using in our bars. Mm. Um, that's a nut that's harvested in the wild. So in Utah, Nevada, Arizona, all across the Southwest. And I asked him, like, dude, that's so cool. Like, where can I get some of this? And he's like, where do you live? I'm like, LA area? And he's like, oh, you're not going to find it over there. And he's like, you know, you can find it on the sides of the roads here, but that's about it. And that's kind of what started this, this inspiration. Like, that'd be super cool. You know, I know my friends would love this stuff. And that's what started. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, it's awesome that, like, just stepping outside your comfort zone led you to have the inspiration to ultimately yeah. start this company. Yeah. Um, so what were some challenges? Because I know, although you just launched two weeks ago, I can mm -hmm. imagine there was a lot of work going on going into Atsa yeah. uh, pre-launch. Mm -hmm. So what are some challenges that you encountered as, as part of the, the journey to launch? Yeah, so I guess the most prominent problem that we had was, like I said, the big part of this company's mission is to create economic opportunity. Um, if any of you are familiar with the, po the, uh, yeah, the poverty affecting reservation communities, about 50% compared to a much lower percentage in the United States general yeah. population. So they have a lot of uh, economic and, and social issues that come from that. And so a big part was create this economic partnership, an idea where they have these amazing resources around them. Why not create this, this system to where they can harvest, they can do all the things that they love to do and that they're, they're proud of. Mm -hmm. And we provide the, um, I guess the, the product that features these, these amazing foods. And so that's what kind of started. And we wanted to source these pinyon nuts from the reservation communities, from these rural communities. Um, but we didn't have a lot of money to do that, so I had to go online for, there's a few vendors who did sell, um, so I, I contacted them and, and I started purchasing pinyon nuts in small um, quantities. Turns out they weren't actually pinyon nuts. 
Um, they were a fraud. So the pinyon nut's related to the Chinese pine nut. Um, most of you are probably familiar with that nut. It's used as the main ingredient in pesto. And so I started getting this scent because I'm like, it didn't look the same as what the nuts that I tried when I went out to Arizona. Yeah. Um, but of course, we didn't have the funding to go out and visit and to verify the sources. Mm -hmm. um, but eventually, I'm like, this has to happen. And so I called up our supplier. And I went out and asked him, hey, we want to interview the harvesters. We want to really make sure that you know, we're sourcing this from the right place. And of course, he never responded to those messages. So we, we did some data or some uh, morphological analysis, and we found out that it was, in fact, the, the wrong species. Oh, um, no. So that was a huge problem. What were some factors that you thought about when building out your team? What were some things that you knew, like, I need you know, people with this certain skill set? And kind of mm -hmm. how did you go about drafting your team? So, the first two guys that I, that I picked on the team, uh, they were from my dorm. So I started this freshman year. I always, that's really what I came to Cal Poly. You know, I studied, came to study agriculture, but I always had this, this idea that was born many years before that. And so I kind of pitched it to the guys. I'm like, hey guys, I'm thinking of this idea. I saw this poster, it said pitch competition, but I need something like, like an artwork or something and, to help me out. And I knew one of the, my friends in the dorm was an art major. So I'm like, Sam, could you help me like, um, draw a logo or something, you know, make me look more professional. Yeah. And he's like, sure thing, why not? And then the other guy, I'm like, I need packaging. I know he's a packaging guy. So he was like, I can help you make some packaging. And we just started building the team that way, food scientists later on like that. And so we mostly all met in the dorms. Wow, yeah. that's crazy. Yosemite Tower 8. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so you feel like when you're drafting up your team, are you looking for people who are just interested in the mission or like kind of just yeah. skill sets or what's kind of most important to you since you're leading the team? Yeah, so right, like I, I keep going back to the funding. Before we were able to get angel investment, it was basically, before I did this, I had a goat grazing business. So we'd raise goats <laughs> for weed abatement around the county and city. Um, so I basically funded it, bootstrapped that way, but there's not a lot of cash to go around in that business. So mm -hmm. I basically got the guys on by saying, hey, look, I know we're not getting paid. I know like, you probably need to get paid, but we're doing something really cool here, and I think you could really make a difference in people's lives, and, and that's something that really really appeals to, to the guys that, that joined my team. Yeah, that's so. awesome. And that's something that really appealed to me too when I first heard about you guys. I think that, um, as you touched on, like creating economic opportunity for Native Americans on reservations, yeah, there's like high poverty rates Absolutely. Uh, in those areas, and I think that there really hasn't been that many companies that are dedicating that as their cause. Mm -hmm. So that's why I was really interested by your, your company you. specifically. Thanks. Yeah, I think it's yeah. really cool. Um, and so since you are the co-founder and president, uh, that takes a large amount of leadership within the business. Mm -hmm. uh, how do you define a good leader? Good leader, that's, that's a great question. <laughs> but um, really, I think what I've learned is the way I was kind of raised, like my dad, he was the leader of the household. And he was just like, you do it my way or the highway. And I realized that's not how you run a business. So there's a lot of different personalities. There's a lot of different, um, you know, styles. And I guess the hardest part has been learning how to customize your management approach to um, each of the individuals. So mm -hmm. some guys react better to this needs to get done, do it. Some guys react to like, hey, if you can get to this, it'd be great if you can finish this by tomorrow. You know, so yeah. totally different. Adjusting for every employee is definitely a challenge. Yeah, I can imagine. That's really cool, though. At least you've learned that and like have haven't just dismissed employees just because they don't fit your communication yeah, yeah. style. Because yeah. um, ultimately, I think that's what makes a good manager and a good mm -hmm. leader. So what do you have any piece of advice for people who, you know, I'm sure that there's a lot of people that want to start their own businesses mm -hmm. but are kind of lost in the process. Maybe they're right now, like, encountering a large hurdle that mm -hmm. they aren't necessarily 
figuring out how to overcome. Mm -hmm. uh, do you have any advice for someone that's kind of maybe needing that extra push in you know developing their business? Some advice, I think. Hmm. It sounds super cliche, but it's just like you just can't give up. Yeah. At a certain point, there's you're always gonna have a, a hurdle that you need to jump, and if you're doing this for some bigger cause, for something that means more than just yourself, it those are what's gonna get you through those hard moments. And if you just keep persevering, and maybe I, I can't say because I'm not there yet, but yeah, you know, just keep going. I think you can get there. I like, I it's like, these <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think you can do it. I mean, this is a great product. Okay, guys, so this wraps up episode 10 of the Work in Progress series. I'll have at Sa Foods social handles below. And yeah, of course, as always, I will have the full episode of this podcast um, ready to go for you guys. So thanks for coming by, Raphael. Thank you for inviting me. Appreciate it. Yeah, go buy some bars. Bye.